Hello, hello, and welcome to The Bold Talk Show. I am Rashika Roberts, and you're joining a show that is all about open, honest, and real conversations. Hello, hello. I hope that all of you had a fantastic Mother's Day weekend. And if you did not, there's always this weekend. Today's show is all about things I wish I knew before 35. Now, I don't know if you all have this particular age of, you know, when you realize that you are actually evolving. And I get it. Evolution is inevitable. So we're going to constantly be changing and things that we love are going to be changing things that we hate are going to be changing our preferences you know I get it I get all of this but some things that have changed for me I honestly wish that I had you know had some heads up about for example now I know I'm not alone in this one but friends now I don't know if this you know, me evolving and the friends scatter. But I know something changes with friendships around about the age of 35. Now, maybe you're getting too old, you know, and you're you're not the same friend you were. I have no idea. I've always considered myself to be the friend that, you know, you can call me at any hour. You can hang out with me. Um, if you need a shoulder to cry on, I'm there. And if you're bored, you know, I'm going to make you laugh until you pee in your white pants. You know, I'm that kind of friend. And so, but I noticed maybe I was, you know, losing my friend swag. I have no idea. But the closer that I got to 35, I'm not sure what was really happening. They were scattering, you know, they became, let's say my friendships became something of, you know, like a like a good uh, worn pair of jeans. You know, you you and and if you're a friend and you're listening to this, you're not a worn pair of jeans. But the friendships became uh, like a worn pair of jeans. You know, it's like you you pull those good jeans out, and you know they're faded just how you want them. But you only go to those jeans, you know, when you you want to be comfortable. You hadn't seen them in a long time. And you only really pull them out when, you know, you want something different. And, you know, they're really not quite on trend, but denim really never really goes out of style. So you kind of, you will pull them out whenever, you know, you're feeling yourself or you want just something different. You know, that's how the friendships became, you know, the closer I got to 35. You know, it was, it was like breakups with with the boyfriends in high school and and you just I don't know like why they dropped me I have no idea I thought I was the good girlfriend I thought I was the pretty one uh you know you're calling you know and I can't say texting because we couldn't text when I was in high school we didn't have that um you know that type of thing but you know you call them and they don't answer you page them they don't answer yeah I'm telling my age and who cares and that's kind of how the friendships go as you, you know, as I've gotten closer to 35, it's like you call them and 
you know, or you're talking to them and everything is good. But then if you say, let's go hang out, you know, it's like, oh God, I don't know this person. So I have no idea what goes on with the friendships. And, uh, you know, I know I'm a, an extremely busy person, you know, um, if I'm not working, if I'm not traveling, if I'm not broadcasting, if I'm not filming, um, then I'm pretty much not doing anything. So that could be why I, you know, the friends begin to ooze away and, you know, kind of disappear, um, from the lifestyle. But, um, but I noticed it, I noticed it as I got to the age of 35. Now, I don't know if it could be lack of energy, you know, that's something that I wish I'd known before the age of 35. Prior to 35, you could, as I said, call me, you could reach me, you could contact me, I got your back. You know, we're going to do what we need to do. And anything past 10, I'm there. Past 11, I'm there. 12 o'clock, I'm there. As you reach the 35 mark, you know, I noticed I had a friend and we could be out. And I know reaching the 35 mark and because I'm one who, you know, I am full of life, you know, and and I like uh, the, the vibrance and, you know, happy vibes and, you know, just good all around happy energy. But I noticed that happy energy nearing the 35 mark tend to decrease a bit. You know, the friends would be out on the dance floor and they would be doing their thing. And I found myself sitting on the sidelines. And I'm not a sidelines type of girl. I am not one who will, you know, lean against the wall and watch you do your thing. That's me, you know, I believe in, you know, I was raised in church, so I believe in getting a step in there or a lot of steps. If you were raised um, in a Christian church where people would flip over chairs and, you know, and uh, jump on top of pews and that sort of thing. But I hope that you don't damage things at your church because we never damaged anything at ours. But I had that type of energy, you know, and but nearing the 35 mark, I literally couldn't I couldn't hit the dance floor nor could I find myself wanting to be out later and later. I would be the one who started saying, you know, I don't want to leave you here because I'm that girl who we come together, we stay together. But sweetie, I've got to go. You know, before I left, I had to probably cook a full meal. Not even probably because I cook on Saturdays as well. I cook on Fridays. You know, I'm all in. And so I had to cook a meal. I had to make sure everybody ate. Then I had to clean up the meal. Okay. And after I cleaned up the meal, I had to make sure that everybody was bathed, you know, or maybe wash their hair or something. You know, I can't wash the kids when they're big. So I had things to do. I had to make sure the hubs was taken care of. And so he had a smile. So when I said, I'm going to be out with you, he was like, good, I'm full. I'm going to be asleep anyway. So, you know, I had to work before I got here. So, you know, it's becoming a job for me to be entertaining at this point. This is only nearing the 35 mark. So I don't know if the friendships begin to deteriorate because of this. You know, if you're going to be the old lady on the sidelines and I'm not old, I will never get old because old is how you feel. And okay, well, sometimes I do feel old and and I'll tell you why coming up next. So I'm not quite sure if that's what it was, but I do know, you know, the energy begins to decrease a bit, you know, you know, you wake up the next day, you know, put it like this, 25, just 10 years earlier, you've got me all night. 
and I could have whatever I wanted. And I pop up and I'm cooking, I'm the first one up. 35, I am literally telling my brain that it is probably nine and the kids have been up well over an hour. And the hubs is probably up watching soccer. Their mouths are watering and their stomachs are growling to the point of no return. And they've gotten used to a good old meal, you know. And I'm saying, brain, you need to tell your body that it is time to get up and wash the crap out of your face and brush the drink before from your mouth. But the body says to hell with you. You decided to try to be the person you were 10 years ago. And I am not the person you were 10 years ago, deep down inside. So you're going to have to stay here for another three or four hours. You know what I'm saying? It's like, let the noon start to come in so you can feel like the good mom and wife who comes down and say, would you guys like brunch? You know, that's... It's a good thing. It's a good thing, you know, when you can figure it all out. But I think that's where my energy went at the age of 35. Now, that's not the only thing that began to move a little bit south. It's not the only thing that began to decrease, go down. And that's body parts. And if you're listening to this and you are a female, you may kind of get what I'm saying. Body parts they tend to go down, literally. I mean, they some of them literally will move downward as if they are reaching for something, and you have to pull some body parts back up. And some of you know what I'm talking about. But you know, I don't really believe nearing the age of 35, getting into the 35 body, that my body was ready for the things that was going to happen to it. I don't know. Like my mom didn't tell me that, you know, parts of you weren't going to look like they did when you were 25. You know, when you're 25, everything wiggles and jiggles in the right way, but nothing really jiggles or wiggles. That could sound weird to some people, but nothing bounces uh, like it used to. And I'm just going to leave that where it is. And then you can't even really jump or bounce or wiggle because there's going to be an ache or a pop or, you know, something is not going to go back the right way. And so I wish I'd known nearing 35. Now, you know, because 35 isn't old. 35 is not old, but I had to come to grips with some things when I turned 40. I go, you know what, maybe I didn't do what I was supposed to do it. At, at, at 35. I don't know. I don't know. But things begin to go down, you know, and, you know, when you used to hear your parents say like, oh, and they're moving around and they talk about ailments, you were like, wow, gosh, they are literally old as Jesus. Um, and I really thought my parents were cousins of Jesus because I was in church so much. But I thought that word was like feeling like old, was like, like granny-ish old. But Ailments are not just reserved for, you know, like 80, 90 year olds. They, those things are holding on for you to start hitting 35. You know, I, in my life thought, okay, you know what? I am like a tree hugger. That's what my cousin, my husband calls me a tree hugger. You know, she eats very healthy vegetarian. I don't 
eat certain things, a lot of things. I don't have milk and I don't uh, I don't drink any milk. I do, you know, everything is so healthy. I don't eat any meat and, you know, I just total healthy. I do things all organic and gluten-free. I know I eat, I eat, um, burlap, but what I'm saying is when things begin to decrease and the ailments begin to come, I go, I don't think I'm as healthy as I thought I was, or is it, or is it my friend's? that because I'm nearing 35, I can't have this stuff. Now, you know, I said I can't have, you know, milk and I don't do it. You know, people, I didn't really become this health guru, eating healthy person just because I thought I wanted to be healthy. And I will admit that. That's the first time that I said that and it's out there. But I will admit that the reason being is because my body said, those things that were good to you and those things that your your insides, your immune system could handle, it just ain't gonna happen no more. It's just it's just not gonna happen anymore. So, you know, I I used to love ice cream. I used to love dipping my Oreos in milk and now I think if I think about, you know, anything milky, it's it's a, the day is done. Let's put it like that. The day is done. So I don't know why the immune system decides it wants to, um, it just wants to go to hell and I wish it would, but I need that thing. And so let me tell you guys, I literally was never, I wouldn't, I was never, um, allergic to anything at all, except for, you know, amoxicillin, amoxicillin and penicillin. Just pretty much the general stuff that if you were born in the 70s, you were probably, uh, you're probably allergic to the general penicillin amoxicillin, right? Nearing this 35 mark, I learned that I cannot have red onions. I can't have feta cheese. I can't have any crumbly cheese. And I can't have fresh onions mixed with garlic. I can't have fresh garlic. Everything has to be cooked down. It's literally as if I went from this baby who had to have everything mushed up so that she could really digest it. And because she has no teeth to now, everything has to be cooked down and managed and stuff. And I'm like, you know, I don't want to be a baby, but I would love to be 35. I always said it. I would love to be the 35. Now, you guys, when people ask me my age and they, no one in the entire world, no one, anywhere I've gone has gotten it right. No one. So I'm like, oh, this is a good thing, you know, but if they were really looking on the inside of me to figure out the age, I'd be 75. And and that really gets me because I say, you know, if people really knew what was going on inside of me, and that has nothing nothing to do with me being sad or depressed. It's really the body is going to hell in a handbasket. So, you know, it's this whole 35 thing. And it really didn't hit me until I reached 40. I wanted to try and say, oh God, you're, you're not old. You're not getting old. And I'm over 40, you know, so I don't care if you know that. And I want to go, you know, you're, you're not getting old. This, these things aren't happening to you. And, and maybe it's because you need to, you know, start this new, uh, energy 
regimen, kick thing, you know, something, right? I was making all kind of just, you know, reasons and stuff for why things are going on. But no, it's it's all it's all because it started going downhill at about thirty five. I accept it. And, you know, you listening to this, I think if you go back and start thinking where you were at twenty five versus where you are or were at thirty five, you go, Wow, that's when everything went crazy. And I didn't really realize it or accept it until I was over forty. Because I, I think we're still kinda we're really pretty stupid in the twenties, you know, we're just kind of finding our way. And then at about 30, we're going, Oh yeah, I'm a grown up. I don't know about you. Maybe I should speak for myself. You know, I'm grown up now. I'm a grown up and I already had, you know, children, you know? And so I'm still thinking now I'm, I'm a grown up. I can really say what I am and, and I'm not going to do. So, you know, I'm a grown up here. So you're really kind of really feeling yourself. You know what I'm saying? But here's the deal. I never want to feel myself so much until I'm in the phase of of feeling hmm like 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 what happened? Like what happened? Like like what happened to me? Like I think I'm good. But um there, there isn't much you can do when you when you literally stand in the mirror. And you're looking at yourself, right? And you're accepting all of these things. And then you realize what you're looking at, at the tip of your head, right there around the edge, is uh, not really lint. So you, you you tap at it and you touch it and you, and you try to figure out what this is. And it's not makeup, ladies out there. And you find out, I am evolving. I didn't see this at 35 because it really wasn't, it wasn't there. Or maybe it was there, but I see something I have not seen ever before. And it is the color of gray. No one told me before 35 that when you begin to near 35 and when you tip over it just a bit, Things are not going to happen, only going to happen to your body, but things are going to happen to your hair. Now, this one for me has been the hardest because people look in your face and they go, oh my God, she's, she's a young woman. But I'm like, you know, I want to say to them, I don't even know what young is and I don't really know what old is anymore. Um, I feel like I'm 80. So is that old? And because it's all about how you feel and, and, and the inside feels a little bit like 80, but there's this thing about these grays that put my mind in a world spin, like just spin because no one said that these things were going to be so tough. And so of course I have soft hair and it's okay. I can say that here, you know, this is a bold kind of shell, right? So it's soft. It's particularly soft. But why is it, my friends, that the grays are literally unmanageable? They come out like wild weeds and grass and you try to cut it and it's like, forget you, I'm here because I need for people to understand that I've been around for just a little bit. And I don't want people to know how long I've been around. And the grays 
are unruly and they show up and they show out. And, you know, I know I'm supposed to embrace this part of my life, but when you're 35, you're, you're kind of like, I am, I'm, I'm, I'm all man. I'm all woman. I got this. I know what I want out of life. I know where I'm going and I know where I come from. You know, we're feeling ourselves, but no one wants to feel the grays come out and show themselves, right? So you, you try to get rid of them. You know, you go to certain places that will take them away. You know what I'm saying? You're grown. You're adults here. And if you don't do that, you will try to dye them and remove them from your, you know, your overall appearance. Here's the deal, folks. I don't care what kind of dye that I've decided was going to be the best. In about four days, I know you probably thought I was going to say four weeks. No, 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 my friends. In about four days, and I'm one who has to because I'm a curly, natural girl. So there's going to be some wetting going on here. And the stuff goes away so fast. And it's like the dye says to you, I am here and I'm here to stay. And I don't even know why you attempted to get rid of me. I am here. People are going to know that when they see you, you know what I'm saying? They're going to identify with who you really are. And I don't, I don't understand that. So, you know... No one actually came and said, as you near the 35 mark, things are going to happen to the hair everywhere, like all over, anywhere the hair grows, it's going to change. And that change is going to be a part of your life that you're not really going to love unless you accept it. And I'm never going to accept that part. I'm never, I'm never going to accept the fact that the grays are literally the hardest thing to get rid of. They're like trying to get rid of a, you know, the, that boyfriend that's, he's not going away. But, but for that boyfriend that does stay and becomes the hubs, my friends, he becomes the hubs. And for however long you guys are together, you will find that nearing 35, if you do this before 35, so there are some of you out there and you're going to go, well, geez, Louise, I, I wasn't even thinking about marriage until I was 30. Well, I don't care, my friends. When you hit 35, okay, let me just speak for myself because I don't want to ruin anybody's relationship. One thing I didn't know about the 35 mark is that the hubs the hubs and hubs if you're listening and I know you are hubs change they change around 35 some change around 45 some change around 55 but you know they either the hubs are going to either want to be younger and some of you already know it and hubs if you're listening to this just let it seep down in your soul because either it has happened in you, you haven't realized it or you don't want to accept it. You know, I, I don't want to accept this whole thing either, but either they want to be older or they want to be a bit younger. And nobody really wants to be older. When I say they want to be older, they want to just kind of do nothing. Um, that is really where it kind of tapers off. And you realize that um, I don't know anything anymore about this being old or being young. So, and then you're trying to figure out why am I so frustrated with this man? I love him to death, but he's doing this weird stuff, okay? It's called evolution, people. 
you know? It happens to all of us. And, but with the hubs, I notice it more in a drastic way. Uh, uh, let's put it like this. We got together when I was around about 18-ish. I've been married since I was 20. So obviously, at 35, he is not the same man, right? He's not the same man. But um, like with myself, he says, you know, you switch your hair up so much, sometimes I don't know who I'm coming home with, too, not with, too. Please bring home the, the right person, which is only yourself. But that's fine with me. That's fine. I am all good with the evolving, but I'm not so good with the whole, dude, I have no idea. Like, I am a person who loves football, right? I love football. I love the yelling. I love the screaming. I love it all. You know, I love a sack. You know, I stand in front of the television and I go, sack, sack attack. I scream it. I love everything about it. I paint my face and, oh my God, I have all my colors. And I bet you probably thought I was doing doing all these things um, at, at a game. No, no, no. I do this. I do this in the heart of my own home. Yeah. And I scream and I yell. I love it. And I started loving all this stuff, my friends, because the hubs love football. I go, yeah, I'm going to, you know, you want to do what they love. Okay. Just give and take. And when you're in a relationship and you have to learn this by the time you get 35. And that's something that I, I began to adopt as, you know, something I'm going to do, you know, adopt, adapt. I adapted to that's something that he loves. My friends, he didn't watch football anymore. Sorry, sorry, sorry. He watches what he calls the real football because he watches soccer. So now, now I don't have that person to pair up with and go, it is time to scream and cuss and drink beer. I don't, I don't, I don't, I can't do that. Um, there is no doing any of the screaming. I mean, I can do it. That It's still in there. And, you know, I still have those capabilities. But um, I, I don't really know what's going on with soccer. And I don't... I need to see people losing it. And they lose it. They lose it in soccer. If you're a soccer fan... The Tottenham, like my husband, you'll see that, um, you know, Spurs, Spurs, Spurs. If you're all into the Spurs, sorry if I said that wrong, Hubs, you know, I'm not a soccer fan. So therefore, I don't say everything right. And you should have stayed with football anyway. But if you're a fan, you know, you want to get in there with it all in. And I know soccer fans are all in. I know it. I, they're all in. But it's something about my kind of American football where people really lose their crap for four hours. They lose it. And that is a good time for me. But I don't get that time because the evolution of it all caused the hubs to kind of shift the love for the NFL. And the love is all for soccer. So look here, I'm not saying I hate it. Well, I kind of do because it has nothing to do with me and we can't like do it together. But what I'm saying is these things began to, you know, change who that person is, 
You know, that age there is that thing that kind of changes who that person is. And it took me a while to figure that out. But but it's 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 okay. You know, I figured it out and I don't really care anymore. That's that's the deal. I I don't really care. And there are a lot of things that I don't care about. And I noticed that heading to the 35. Like this is something that I wish that I had known was going to happen to me. And I find it to be like a good and bad thing. I don't really give a flying fart about what people think. Let me tell you guys, it is the most freeing thing in the entire world to not give a flying fart what people think. You know, at 25 and when I was in college, I cared. I cared about just general things like if the hair was nice or if it was in the messy bun and and if whatever I had on was matching or even clean. Um, and I cared about, you know, how people viewed me whenever they, you know, if I'm out and someone's looking at me at 25, it was like, oh my God, what are they looking at? Oh, the, am I holding my face right? Am I standing right? Am I giving off the right vibes? Nearing 35, um, you really could care less. And that's good, my friends, because some people don't hit that care less until 40 and 45. Some people hit it a little bit, you know, later in life. I began to feel it at around 35. Because, you know, you're feeling yourself, you know. We know what we want in life. And so we really don't, you know. And... That was the age for me where I literally could look you in your face and tell you what I thought about you. If you said something to me I didn't like. Because I've already I've always been that that bold person, you know. I speak up, I speak my peace, I speak my truth. But I'm not one of those people who are vile and, you know, nasty and negative. I speak my peace when it's necessary, right? But it's that reaching that part of your life where you say, you know what, you said that to me and I'm going to tell you exactly what I thought about it and how it made me feel. And, and I don't really care how you even receive it. See, you know, you have to get to that point in your life and I'm not going to get so serious with you that you go, oh, here we go, trying to have one of those moments. I love a moment myself, but you get to that point in life where you have to really say, happiness is something that I'm going to choose because my friends, it is a choice, right? So that's my choice. So I'm only going to allow things into my life that are going to enhance my life and my lifestyle. And so if that thing that you said that you're doing is not enhancing the quality of my life, I am going to remove it. And if it is the first thing, first time, excuse me, that that thing has ever happened, now I know who you really are. So I'm going to be careful with how I carry myself around you. Now, yes, I don't care about what people think, but I am also a little bit more intelligent enough to know that there aren't going to be things that I'm going to be able to share with you because you could turn it into something that is negative. And I do not 
I do not at all, my friends, do negativity nor negative energy. You know what I'm saying? When I feel it, you know, you can feel those negative vibes. When I feel it and and when I feel that stuff, I go, you know what? This isn't for me. This isn't for me, my friends. This is why I said, you know, not caring can be good and it could be not so good at times because I've been very outspoken ever since I could talk. You know, so outspoken that I literally would tell you, and this is the part of my outspokenness that I had to put to bed. I had to bury it. But I would literally tell you as a child, why are you wearing that? That doesn't match. Like you don't wear stripes and you don't wear this and you don't. I would say that. Like, why is your hair like that? Like it came into the mind and then it quickly rushed from my mouth. Okay. So I had to put that to bed and that comes with maturity. Okay. So not getting old, maturity. And so the older I got, I did realize I was getting away from that sense of speaking up and having a voice because I said, you know, now I'm a brand and, you know, I want people to, you know, take me seriously. And so I began to get away from that. And I noticed the further I got away from you know, being my true self and sticking to my true self, the more I was allowing things to shift what I consider to be my happiness. So to get back to that happy place, I had to redefine my voice. And when I redefine my voice and re-identify with, you know, who I am and who I really am, I began to care less. (laughs) See how that happens? You begin to care less, but, but you still remember to be positive. You know what I'm saying? You, you say what you have to say, you do what you have to do, and you remain positive. And you don't care about how they receive it. You got it? Do not care how they receive it. And some of you may get this at a, you know, much older age, and that is okay. And some of you know exactly what I'm talking about. You tip that 35, you tip 37, and something about you said, you know what? Being true to myself and caring less is freeing. It is freeing. But you also learn not everything is freeing. Heck, not everything is free. And you learn that nearing the 35 mark when it comes to finances. And that is something that I realized that I knew nothing about. Now, this has nothing to do with the fact that my parents did not raise me well and they did not tell me um, and teach me about finances. No, here's the deal, people. I learned that as I neared 35, you you have to kind of reevaluate the finances. And this is why, if you have children, you will learn that I'm never going to have anything for myself or I'm never going to have any money in the bank because as they get older, they need more and more and more. And so you have to learn how to manage your money and your finances. For example, I believe somewhere along the lines of my being that luxury cars were the best and you have to have them. So we own nothing but Audis and Volvos. Yes, I said that. And it was, it was hard for me to let that seep out. That is not smart people. You know, 
when you have children, I don't give a flying flip what you can afford. Luxury cars are the devil. When they begin to fall apart and the maintenance for them literally will drain your finances like nobody's business. And you, you, you see these shiny things, you, you see these shiny objects and you go, I got to have one of those because I am in a place in my life where I can afford it. And then you go, but I've got children. Actually, you don't say that. And that's where you have a problem. You forget that they're going to be going to schools and they're going to be in academies and public schools. I mean, private schools, even in public schools, they'll drain your pockets. They take enough field trips. Jesus Christ, to become president. Well, not really because I'm presidents. I don't think know anything about field trips, but they will take everything from you. So let me tell you, when you're reaching the 35 and you're feeling like yourself and you're feeling like you've established something in life here, I want to tell you, sit down and write everything down. Write all the numbers down. I mean everything. Don't just look at the fact that you got money in the bank and you're making a lot of it. Write everything down. The children, their bills, they are their own bills. And they're hefty bills. They eat a lot and they have to have a good education. And pair those two with the fact that you have luxury cars and four and five bedroom homes and take a good look at if that is a smart move. Take a good look at if that is a smart move. Okay. Because they may cause you to move. And that's something that I have learned, you know, about myself and the hubs and friends and family that your location is something that changes about you. You know, I was one who always said, you know, I'm from down south. You probably have already heard that in the dialect. I'm from down south. I'm from the country. And so people move a little slower. They they are just slower people. They say things slow. They move slow. They get things slow. They, I don't know, just slow in general. And I'm not slow, right? So I always said, I like to be, you know, in the suburbs. And I like, this is how I grew up. I love a yard um, I love to be able to just hear the birds and sit out on my patio and, you know, there are trees and mosquitoes that drive you insane. That's how you know you're in the country. And, you know, flies, I don't, I don't really like the flies. That one just kind of came up because I love a barbecue. And when you have barbecues, flies are all over the potato salad. So those are the things I've always loved, right? Okay. A part of who you are has something to do with your location. I'm, I, I'm telling you. People tell you location, 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 location. I promise you. I said it once before on one of my broadcasts. It is a part of who you are. And that thing changes. It changed. And then I go, I want to be a person who's in the city. Actually, that was a lie. I wasn't the person who wanted to be in the city. It was the hubs. But you do what the partner loves. And they want to be in the city. And I don't know what city you live in, but the city moves fast. They don't go to sleep. You know, people drink and all the time. And I don't know what kind of liver city people have, but it can't be all that good because I believe city people think that every day is the weekend. At least the city I live in. They think every day is the weekend. And I try to I try to hang out with these city folks. I try to do what the city people do. But hey, I'm over 35. And the city girl in me goes to sleep like the country girl 
in me. And so location has something to do with your being. You know, you notice you'll say, well, I used to like to be in this state or whatever in this city, but now I don't like it. I want something different. It kind of starts happening to you at around about 35, even if you do not move to a different location, it starts happening in your brain, you know, and you got, you're like, I don't know what it is about this. I know when it happened in my husband's brain, I was like, who is this guy? What do you mean you want to be in the city? You don't even, you don't leave the house. You don't do anything. You're the guy who watches soccer and you read. And now reading is fundamental. You need to be doing it. I get it. But, and then he's like the guy who wants to sit and talk to people at bars. I mean, I think that's weird, but when you work in IT, you you are weird. And that's not a bad thing, my friends. IT does really well for the world. And I hope I do well for you and your lifestyle. Come back to join me for more Bold Conversations at 9 o'clock a.m. Eastern Time, right here on The Bold Talk Show. Mm-hmm.